Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Paul said we came back like a minute early here, so I can get some business done. Oh, because okay. we weren't even supposed to be on the air. It's like eight fifty nine and forty seconds right now. People love business. I can tell everybody. You can tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valenti yeah. each week. Boomer Esiason, Mike Valenti, breaking down the games. Maybe you caught it Saturday morning, six a.m. here on ninety-seven three The Fan, or. Always on the free Odyssey app, presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos, to drink it, and by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. I also believe I owe you a Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline liner. Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet Find New Roads. Now that's it's 9 not, o'clock. That's not all you owe me. But what else do I owe you? Story yes, for okay. Oh, you sucker, mother. I I hate we'll this. get to that in a second. God! <laughs> I, I just I just want to I want to wrap up here on Bob Melvin because if and when Bob Melvin is no longer the manager of the Padres if that happens in the next you know week likely one week from today is usually the day Black Monday that it happens after the baseball season is over I certainly hope that there's not going to be any narrative created that. Bob Melvin was the the cause of the struggles this last season for the San Diego Padres. Do you mean like from the players? From anyone. Well, the from fan, the organization. Listen, from the, the fans are going to do what the fans are going to do. But There's already people that want him gone and think, you know, Ozzie Guillen, who hasn't managed in a decade, would be a better fit. I, I, I guess I just can't figure out what, you know, you're A.J. Preller, and you have to sit up there at the news conference saying... Hey, we have uh, parted ways with Bob Melvin, and we're going to start our search for a new manager. And the question is, all right, what what wasn't working with Bob Melvin? What do you say? I mean, other than, yeah, this the record wasn't what we wanted it to be. Sure. I mean, that's it. I mean, you can't say it, he's it, lost the, you can't say he lost the clubhouse. Nope, the, the clubhouse loves him. Players didn't, uh, weren't getting, you know, well, if weren't listening to the message anymore. If you're a prospective manager if that happens and the job opening is there i've seen a million people in the chat today saying ozzy gian ozzy gian ozzy gian okay ozzy gian takes that job interview is his first question not 
What happened last year? Not Why his, because he hasn't coached in forever, and no one will give him a job. So he'll take. He would take the job. I think. I, mean, I think that's that's why it le- I mean, it leads I, me to believe that it, it will be another. It would be another time. I don't want to put the start the funeral march for Bob Melvin. I mean, things could could work out, and he could come back. I sure hope he does. Um, but but a, a lot of times, at the very least, because most teams that are out of it kind of give up at the end of the season. That's an easy way. Okay. All right. Obviously, things just fell apart at the end. Team quit at the end. Can't make that argument with Bob. They're playing their best baseball at the end of the season. We heard that exact same argument with Andy Green. We heard it with Jace Tingler. And with Jace Tingler, it's like, we need someone with more experience. You know, we need to try something different. You got it. It made a lot of sense at that that time. But now. We need like 10 years. Now you can't make the argument. Bob just, he just was too respected. He had too much experience and success. Yeah, he's just too cool. Yeah, he had too steady of a hand yeah, on the ship all season long. It's hard to make that case. I think it's a difficult task to make that without, you know, sounding like kind of foolish about what we're looking for in a manager. Because when you really think about it, what you look for in a manager is Bob Melvin. You look for everything that he usually embodies, you know, wise. Steady hand, well respected, um, understands both the you know the modern game and the old school game. It's hard to come up with a characteristics of a manager that that Bob Melvin doesn't check pretty much all the boxes. Well, and if he wants to continue to manage, he will be managing by Tuesday, I would imagine. If he's fired on Monday, I'm assuming somebody will hire him by Tuesday. And somebody made the point yesterday, uh, the very astute point, if you're a Padres fan, I don't know that Bob Melvin uh, is going to go scorched earth (laughs) when he leaves. Doubt it. But not certainly not publicly, but what he could do is go at that point and say, hey, just so you know, especially if he walks away, if he walks away. He can walk into uh, to Eric Gruppner's office or, or call Peter Seidler um, and say, hey, look, this is why I'm going and this is the problem. And I think we know what the problem It's been outlined in every one of these, these uh, articles. So if it's just firing a manager over a personality clash, that's a problem for me. That's a problem for I think me. That, I think, that's, I think that's, that that can be fixed. AJ is denied and Bob is denied that there's any personality clashes. Uh, they, it was, it was, um, no, it wasn't a denial. He said, Bob said specifically, you know, AJ and I get along. We have differences of opinion, but they're healthy. And how did he say it? We have the audio, Paulie. You remember, we have the audio. You remember yeah. how he said it. He said, no, no, we get along. We get along just fine. I think it was from last week. Yeah, I think he said we get along just fine. We of get course, along there fi- are some no, differences of opinion. We get along opinion. fine. Yeah. If Dennis Lynn wrote an article in The Athletic that said, trouble in the Ben and Woods paradise, Right. <laughs> Ben and Woods actually hate each other. You know what? I wouldn't say, ah, we get along fine. I would say, are you out of your mind? Here, look at our texts. Like, you're stupid. That's a terrible article. It makes no sense. We're just not winning right now. That's what I would say. Not, yeah, we're good. We're fine. Right? Like, I would totally say that. We get along fine. (laughs) We get along fine. Woods and I get along (laughs) fine. Paul and I get along fine. Fine. We get along fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything here fine. is fine. It's fine. It's sifting through 97.3. I know they posted it. <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere in, out there. But we all we all heard it. No, it did not give you the warm and fuzzies that, uh, that you know, that, that those articles. How are do you at? get along with Adam? Fine. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get along with Adam very well, actually. Okay, good. Very, very well. Oh. 
So, I, like I said, it's it's going to be a difficult job for anyone else to step into. The problem is, is there's so few of those jobs, right? That anybody comes in, the ego is like, well, take it. I, I mean, can, yeah. of course they'll take it, Paulie. It doesn't matter what happened. Hey, what happened last year with Bob Melvin? Uh, yeah, you're not you going well, to get to I'm, February spring training arrives and we still wants it. We still haven't found anyone willing to accept the job as manager of the San Diego. I'll tell you, I, I wouldn't take it if it was anything. the last resort? I'm out. No, I don't want to do it. No chance. I'd rather do yeah, this. Yeah, look, I mean, I think he said it well in the fact that. You know, we get along fine, but <laughs> we're going to have our differences of opinion, and not I think denial. a lot of times that's healthy in trying right. to get to the right spot. And when you're not performing you, well, sometimes you're going to have some differences in opinion. If you had to rank the potential managers simply from the 97.3 The Fan staff, like we've gone all the way through everyone, they couldn't find anyone, we're going to the flagship radio station partner, one of you has to manage the team. We start with Tony Gwynn Jr. Jr. Tony Gwynn Jr., and, and then, then who's coach. second? Coach. 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 He's literally he's a coach. A coach. Yeah. Are you I third, also, Woods? Yeah, I'm a coach. You're third. You yeah. are a T-ball coach. coach. Yeah. I was a coach. Paul. Ben Paul. Scraby? Where does he line? Am I ahead of Scraby? Brayden's a coach, Brayden's too. A coach. He's okay. a coach Brayden's right now. Coach football too. coach, but he's coach. You may be dead last. Am I last you may be on the dead list? Last on it's the like list. me, Sammy, I, and Scraby. Yeah, I mean, Elo played college baseball. Right? Yeah, Sammy yeah. knows the pulse of the team just because he's been there every single game. He's got to be ahead of me. <laughs> now I've been I've been the longest Padres fan of all of you, That's other true. than maybe Coach, just being here in the market. I mean, Elo, he knows a lot of stuff. He's got a lot like of statistical would, information. I feel in like his you would lose the clubhouse very quick. I would. <laughs> yeah, very get along. You'd, no show, up you'd show up seven minutes before game inning. time. <laughs> Guys are like, guess Ben's not hitting us. You couldn't hit fungos at all to save your life. That's why you need to come to fans. I want to see if you can hit one fungo. You wouldn't be there for the post game press conferences. Correct. It's gone. Long gone. Just like, I, I got to go. I got to go. I, I, like, dog's got to be walked. I've got to get out of here. <laughs> Ben as the manager would be the greatest bit of all time. We got a 110 start. Ben walks Paul, in at 105. Ask Paul. I did a good job coaching his adult league basketball I know, team. I, saw, I, I, arrived, I arrived. We lost. But yeah. 25, 25 minutes, minutes into the late. game, and I left the second the game was over. But while I was there, I thought I did a nice job. It really would be the best reality show of all time. <laughs> all the guys looking around like, where is this clown? Where is he? I think, coach ever. And somebody's like, did he play at all? They're like, not really. Not really. I mean, Little League, he says he was a good pitcher, but Managed he said he would get, too, in his head, he said he would get too nervous, yeah. and so he got kind of domed out by it. I don't know. Guy can't hit a fungo to save him. You up there oh whiffing on fungos is my favorite idea of like, all time. Kevin Hang Cost- on, just wait! Kevin it's, Costner hitting the first one to Shoeless Joe. It's coming! It's coming! I'll, I'll get some out there. I'll get some out there. I'll get some out there. <laughs> Would be the best bit of all time. Oh. If they get that desperate, you got to go Tony Wynn Jr. first. You oh. have to. No offense to Coach. He's already being paid by the team. He's being paid He's by out. the team. It's, it's an easy, easy transition. Yep. Jerry Coleman did it, did he not? So Yeah. yeah. Broadcast so. booth to the manager's yep. office. Just roll you know right down there. Tony's maybe on the list, actually, now that I think I'm about not, it. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I think you could do a hell of a lot worse yeah. than Tony Wynn Jr. Yeah, that's true. All right, Paulie, let's get some uh, Rondell Report headlines. Oh, I love that bit. And get things started here with our edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Rondell Report. Now tune into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rondell Report. 
with Paul Rindle. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biatch? It's the Rindle Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a hoi? All right. All right. All right. How are we doing, boys? Fantastic. Got a little breaking NFL news. But okay, let's get right to that then. We just do you want to make it a headline or do you want to just uh, maybe throw it in there? Uh, just go do what you got to do, man. Uh, Ian Rappaport, uh, Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams, has a torn ACL and is out for the season. He's oft injured, isn't he? Yes, he is. He's oft injured. He's really talented. Yeah. Really talented when he's on the field. All right. All right. All right. Off to devastated us yeah. six years ago. Yeah, I'm not going to celebrate in anyone's injury. I, I may no, not want the no, team no, to no. win, but I like Mike Williams. I like Keenan Allen. Yeah. Dude. Covered him here. A great, great player. Great player. Well, Slayer. We'll keep it in the uh, NFL, but uh, more on the fantasy survivor side of things. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Just using this Just platform gonna use for your my own segment personal? to take my <laughs> victory lap what after after not even three full weeks. We still have two more games tonight, gentlemen. But uh, the survivor pool, the Ben and Woods survivor pool with upper management, Adam, and uh, our boss Michael. It's over. I wonder what I, the I shortest. Won. I mean, week one. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you only have like two people going head to head, you could have ten but, people, and they Everybody all lose. Has lose. it ever I'm actually sure, happened? I'm though? Sure it has. Like one person won in week one, and everybody else lost. I'm sure one week one, week two. I'm sure it happens all the time. Actually, it was the three of us, Adam and Michael, for a five-person survivor pool. You two were both out week on week one. one. Right. I was on day one. Woodsy took the I Chiefs for the, two the very and one first Seahawks, game of the season. Who, of course, won both their other games, but somehow couldn't beat the Rams at home. Yep. And then uh, we we all, the three of us, made it through week two, me, Adam, and Michael. And then I picked the 49ers on Thursday Night Football Solid. This week. Easy. Easy money right there. And I didn't know who the other two guys picked until uh, late last night, but they both picked the same team. They both picked Jacksonville, who got destroyed by Houston yesterday. Houston. First win for uh, C.J. Stroud. So if you want to just send that 50 bucks over, whenever you want. Yep. No rush. I'll get it to you by the the end of the week. I'll get to you at the end of the season when it's due. (laughs) He's that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's going to pay pennies. But our season (laughs) is over. It's over. (laughs) There's nothing else. Now, congratulations, Paul. Paul? Just play with yourself. Yeah, I guess I just keep it rolling. See how long I can keep it going. Yeah, see how long you can keep it going. (laughs) Stupid. I figured you were going to say they picked the Cowboys. Cowboys decimated yeah. Survivor pools. Yeah, they were on the road. It's always I always I have trouble it's picking the road teams. I already but. picked them, so I didn't have to worry oh, about that's that. That's right. That's right. But anyways, we'll move on. Uh, college football. We did not talk. We talked to college football earlier. We did not talk about San Diego State. They lost to Boise State on Friday night at the old uh, Snapdragon, thirty-four thirty-one in favor of the Broncos. Uh, I I. It was at anniversary dinner, and I came home and I saw some tweets from Benjamin, some other people watching the game. A lot of missed tackles, a lot of poor opportunities. Were there, were there turnovers late in the game? Yeah, well, early in the game. Early very in the game. first possession, Aztecs got a long kickoff return. 
drove it down, and then Jalen Maiden took it to the you know two inch line and fumbled. Oh, so there's seven points lost right there. Missed short field goal, missed tackles, gave up another long touchdown. Honestly, the Aztecs should have won that game. They dominated, time of possession, they moved the ball well, the played their best game of the season, the sport and found yeah. a way to lose. And it's going to be one that probably haunts them later in the season. Ouch. Got some notes here from the uh, San Diego State Media Department. Okay. I how love the how notes. things are trending for trending. the Aztecs. Trending it's my the, favorite section the on best. the game notes. The best. Uh, let's see here. The Aztecs lost the coin toss for oh. the third time this season in five games. That's after wow. going 2-0. and oh. That's worse than you'd expect, just random luck. Right. Yeah. They should reevaluate their philosoph- organizational philosophy. Well, it's, it's not theirs at the home. Flip. It's the other team. That's a good point. Good so, news. Yeah. San Diego State started with the ball for the 109th time in their last 150 games. That's it. Imagine like leading off our show today if we were going to cover it. And being like, hey. Well, that, that's a choice. Because when they win the coin flip, they usually take the ball. That would be like if we And did, when the other team wins, they usually defer. defer. So the Aztecs get the ball anyway. If I we, would if also we sent put out, it in the Aztecs' hands yeah, offensively. I would too. This is like if we sent out show, Ben and Wood's show notes after every show to the local media. Uh, Woodsy yeah. started today's show with Get Your Heads Right on a Monday for the 69th Monday in exactly, a row. Exactly. Right. Uh, ben was here 19 minutes before... First, the uh, open. Yeah. <laughs> this is good. So I was actually also, here almost uh, 30 minutes early today. You really crushed I'll it. I'll give them some you. credit here. They held an opponent scoreless on their opening possession for the third time this season, hey. the 23rd time since 2021, oh, and the 77th time that they have held an opponent scoreless on their opponent, opponent's opening drive. 77th time since 2015. Okay. Small victory. Is that something that anyone is ever going to use? I don't know. In like I just a, did. A point well, that just they're going to make. He I just did, so. actually. Yeah. Jamie, keep those coming. Those are not going to win. Here's a trend. The Aztecs have lost three games in a row. <laughs> Correct. There's a, there's a, a trend for trend. you right there. Yep. And finally, got a uh, headline here. Insider.com. A couple received a $1,400 refund on a flight after being seated next to a farting dog for a 13-hour flight. I'd be living. I'm actually surprised it? they got the refund. Are you? Yeah, I just feel like airlines are mostly like, we got you there, didn't we? They is, were, is there anything um, else we promised you other than getting you to your destination? I would feel sympathetic for like the first hour. And then, you know, hour 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, I would probably start to rage. They relocated the couple from premium economy to economy. So this they was moved a thir- back. this was a 13-hour flight from Paris to Singapore, oh. and the reason that they had to move back, which is why they got their refund, was because they were seated next to a says here a farting, snorting, and drooling dog who was just passing gas the entire time. Did the dog have its own seat, or was it on the <laughs> lap of the it was person? Probably in the carrier. On a seat, it, on a uh, underneath. If it's a little dog, which I'm, I'm assuming it is, it, have, it would have to be. It's in a carrier underneath the seat or on their lap. And it just so, yeah. says they were seated next to a passenger with a dog who yeah. they, they believe was a service animal sure. or an emotional support animal. What a bit that is. And they had to move. They paid the extra money for the premium economy and got sent back to regular economy where there were two seats remaining. 
The woman says to her husband, you need to sort this. We can't have this dog sitting next to us for 13 hours. Do you think they hours. play the game going, hey, if we complain about this dog, maybe they'll move us up to first class? And then they moved him back. And it they really backfired back. on him? Yeah. Backfired. They did get their money back, though. Yeah, they did. It's a lot it's of a money. Big old bulldog. I see a picture of him. He looks dog. like a sweet, they snort sweet, a lot. sweet I, When he said snorting, yeah. I thought bulldog <laughs> immediately. They always well, say, you know, because I, I made they the, sound I like they have sleep apnea. It. Like, oh, poor bulldog. <laughs> I made the point a couple weeks ago. If you're com- if you're complaining about babies crying on planes, then you are the problem. It's not the baby's fault. They're babies. That's what they're going to do. Get noise canceling headphones or AirPods. Not really the parents' fault. Either. It's not the parents' fault. Right. If you've had a crying baby, not take up. your baby. Sometimes you have to take your baby. <laughs> yeah, you have to on a flight. Right. It's it, it. really is. It's easy to to get around, work around it. Right. I I love babies, and I'm I'm very sympathetic. I also know. Oh, that kid's screaming bloody murder. No problem. Let me throw these bad boys on, and I'm good to go. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about a farting dog. There's not no, there's not smell canceling nose pods that you can put in. There should be. There should be. You put that cream on that they use under the that, that, that the uh, the coroners use that menthol under your nose, like Silence of the Lambs, Vicks or whatever. Vicks. Hey, can I get some Vicks here? Thank you. I mean, you can wear a blindfold to like the light. So those Correct. are light-canceling iPods. <laughs> light-canceling ca- iPods. And you've got yeah. noise-canceling ear pods, but you can't have smell-canceling nose pods. Two, just, <laughs> two earplugs just up your nose. It would be terrible. That would be absolutely terrible. They'd have to breathe through your mouth the whole time. <sighs> people, people bring their dogs. They're more brazen with where they bring their dogs these days. I'll oh, say yeah. that. Vaughn's. This golden retriever walking through Vaughn's yesterday when I was there. Hey, how you doing, bud? <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> I get it. Don't come after me, dog community. I'm a dog lover. It's just people have gotten very brazen with things. Uh, we'll take a quick timeout. Sammy Levitt at the bottom of the hour. It's been a very busy Monday show. Rolls on after traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tell you what, I got um, I got more engagement on my tweet about what it would take for the Padres still to make the playoffs, and I think anything I've said in the last few months. I got more engagement on my if you want to trade if Juan Soto, you're an idiot. Uh, oh yeah, then, you tweeted that, and everyone started like tagging you. me, and it's like it's not about you, and it was like it's not about you. I, I want to be clear that my suggestion that the Padres trade Juan Soto. This happened, by the way, while I was out. It, well, I was and, in Chicago. And it also, he loses his mind. It also <laughs> assumes that the Padres are unable to extend Juan Soto. My Correct. preference yeah, would yeah. be Extend extending Juan Soto. But if the options are playing one season out with Juan Soto and then losing him to free agency or potentially trading him, then I do think the Padres need to very seriously consider trading them if they don't feel like they can sign him to a long-term extension. We are absolutely going to do the topic wheel in the offseason, but it will be the Padres topic wheel. We will, Polly will um, splice in all of the, the Padres topics, and that will be one. That will be a, a major major one uh, of the offense or of the offseason talking about you know pros cons what you think you could get you can go back in history and look at what players of Juan uh, Soto's caliber have received Mookie Betts was an interesting one we kicked it around a little bit this morning how did that work out would you possibly do a, a third team in there Ben so that everybody gets what they're uh, actually looking for uh, I think I will say this before you know we're not doing that topic here but we will do it in the offseason I will say this I think the perception of what people think they can get back for Juan Soto in January or February is a little bit skewed. I do. I, I feel like in, in certain people's minds they think this trading him is the answer to all of the rotation problems. We could get a, a major league ready uh, first baseman. We could get this. We, we could get, get three that. starting pitchers, yeah. a first baseman, I, I, and I, a, a DH. Just, I, I, I caution you. I caution you to, to to maybe go back in history yeah. and look at, at what some of these deals have netted. And then also, you know, I don't know how they're going to make the financials work. I'll say that right up front. I have no idea. I have no clue how they're going to make the financials work. But, you know, that's that's a higher pay grade. Than I they. think um, you cannot go into the offseason making your mind up already. Like Correct. We're definitely trading Juan Soto. No matter... How bad the offers are, we have to unload him. You shouldn't do that. The longer, if you... And then I think you also can't say, we're keeping Juan Soto. If you're not signing him, you can't go, well, we're keeping him no matter what for this last season. Even though this team is offering us an unbelievable package that is just dazzling, you have to be willing to consider it either way. Approach it with an open mind this offseason. I did see 
a Braves fan get dragged a little bit, uh, tweeting out, remember when they used to act like Juan Soto was as good as Ronald Acuna Jr.? And uh, the tweet was pointed out, all right, well, they're both ending their sixth season. And if you look at their career numbers, like Juan Soto has a better career war, has uh, more RBI, has a better on-base percentage, has a better OPS, OPS+. plus. Uh, Acuna has one more hit than Soto, has three more homers than Soto. Uh, stolen bases, definitely Acuna more. Batting average, slight edge to Acuna. They're essentially through six seasons. Very similar players at this point and juncture in their careers. Now, is Acuna coming off a phenomenal MVP season and Juan Soto's coming off a very solid all-star-ish type season? Yes. Solid, huh? Very solid. I would say it's a little better than solid. Very, very solid. 30 home runs, 33 home runs. Yeah, what's his OPS? It's not as good as Acuna's this year. Okay, he's the MVP. That's better than solid. This is part of the problem here. Solid. Good. He's not worth, you know, $400 million. He's the best player on this team miles away, miles far and away. The best player on the San Diego Padres is Juan Soto. Far and away? Far and away. Is that a debate this year? I mean, Tatis and Machado are pretty good players. No, I never said they weren't. Who's the best player on the San Diego Padres? It's Juan Soto. It's not even really all that close. I mean, his so his OPS like twenty twenty was eleven eighty five with Washington. Twenty twenty one nine ninety nine. This year it's nine ninety two or nine twenty two. So it's it's down from his best years with Washington. Sure, it's better than solid, but it's better than almost. <laughs> I think he's better than like ninety nine percent of baseball players. Yeah, I'd say that's better than solid. Yeah. I'd say that's that's superstar. Type has he always come through in the clutch? No. Has he come through in the clutch more than I think anybody else on our team? Yeah, absolutely. His batting average with the Padres is definitely lower than it was with Washington. A- absolutely, it is. Absolutely, it is. And and you know, I I if I if I know one thing about a twenty four year old player, that's what I want to. He can improve on his defense. Absolutely, had made a couple of really nice plays um, yesterday. Has made some really nice plays. Has made some bonehead terrible plays this year. No question about it. But you know, is is he the world's best base runner? No. Is Hassan Kim? No. Also, no. I mean, guys can improve on a bunch of stuff, and he if he put in some work on his defense, Ben, he could be a very a much better defender. Throw that in with a nine twenty two OPS in a I mean, down he, he's year. He's got a good, accurate arm. I mean, he makes those one hop throws to second. Plays outstanding. Plays balls off the wall plays really every well. Day. Plays every day. Yeah, you know, you know I mean, Juan Soto is a phenomenal player. Now, now does he, he have the most? Does he have the highest upside of any player on this team? Should he be still maybe? Should but, he be the highest paid player in baseball? Which is pretty much what he's going to be asking for. We don't know that in his contract. You well, just don't know. You don't. Know. I know you his assume, agent is Scott Boris, sure. and I know he's turned down four hundred forty million to play so. in Washington on a team that's going nowhere. I get it. He's not nobody's gonna give any hometown discounts or I'm comfortable and happy to be here discounts. I, I get that. But I, I don't know if there's something you could do smaller window. Juan Soto still potentially has two massive contracts in him. Two. Because he's twenty four years old. He could go he could go six year deal and then hit free agency get it thirty and be like, pay me more. I want more. <laughs> it could absolutely happen. So I just don't think I think the perception of him Really, it's weird to have to sell him to so many in this fan base. It's very weird to me. Like, did you think, he, did he you can think hit, back in March you'd have to sell fans on Juan Soto and Bob Melvin? I didn't. 
I really didn't. Man. I thought that at. was kind of a. I thought it was kind of a no brainer. But listen, to each their own. I, I I I don't know how you go into next year or if you trade them, go into next year going. We are a better team without yeah, Juan when Soto. Skip Bayless over here came up with that take a couple <laughs> weeks ago. That was my answer. Was look, I mean. You just can't sell me. The team could not trade him in the offseason, get a couple of guys back, and tell me that they're still all in on 2024. That's a tough look. It's a tough look. If you want to move the goalposts again and say, we're actually stocking up for 26. We're going to look nasty. really good in 26. Right. I don't like it, but, but I can, I can at least it. believe that. Yeah. But sure. you're not all in next year by getting rid of your best player. All right, let's continue this conversation with Sam Levitt. Going to join us is a regular Monday feature with our Padres pre and post game show host. Get to that next with Ben Woods on 97.3 The Fam. for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place with linkedin you can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The, uh, this song is apropos for the great Sam Levitt, working man. Put in a lot of work on the San Diego Padres team this season, Benjamin. A lot. I think it's also appropriate that I uh, read him an Ashley Furniture liner because I've seen what his apartment, at least in the past, looked like yeah. with a, a beach chair. Mm-hmm. And a, a TV box, on a box. A, a TV. Ashley Furniture, fall is here, and an Ashley seasonal decorating is a breeze. Snuggle up on a sectional or ultra-modern sofa. Gather outside with a new fire pit or conversation set. Ashley has everything you'll need. Shop in store or visit ashley.com today. We will be joined by Sam Levitt right after traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. So big moment for Sammy right now because he gets to find out whether or not he's off or not today because Woods just asked me, do the Potteries, do they play tonight? 
Well, Sammy does actually have a pre- and post-game show tonight. Padres play the Giants uh, at 645. And it's actually a good one, Sammy. you got uh, the number one ERA in the National League in baseball, Blake Snell, taking on number four in Logan Webb in a pitcher's duel by the Bay. Good morning, Sammy. Thought we had an off day, Sammy. <laughs> good, good morning, gentlemen. Well, here's a, here's a little piece of breaking news for you, a little programming note. I am off tonight. What? I am oh, actually, whoa. I am taking, I am taking the night off. Uh, Braden will be filling in for me tonight. So uh, a rare off day. It is the fourth game I'll have missed this season. It'll be my last one. So I'll go 158 of 162. Last season I went 157 for 162. Um, so yes, I'm actually off tonight. A you very sh- rare off night for me. You should have bailed on today then and had the entire no, day. Oh, I wish no, I would have known. No. Come on. You mean they no, could, they could no, be eliminated no. without you tonight, Sammy? Oh. That's actually oh, a good thing for wow. you. Ooh, that's a, that's a Ben move. <laughs> Throw that on someone else. That's, that's a, a very smart thing. I'm surprised you don't have a vacation lined up, uh, to be honest with you, Ben, right now. <laughs> well, Sammy, a little, little bittersweet yesterday at the old ballpark on a Sunday. Yeah, very bittersweet. I mean, look, uh, I, I love being at the ballpark. It's the entire reason I, I do the job, honestly. You know, I, I think back to, you know, being in the Cape Cod Baseball League, you know, during summers in college and being an independent ball outside St. Louis. And then I spent a bunch of years at AA. And, and to be honest with you, I mean, that's one thing I like to do before I, I leave the stadium every every summer is, is kind of, you know, sit and think about all the different ballparks I've I've had the pleasure of, of being at um, every summer and in every baseball season. And it, it's, you know, there's, there's nothing like being at a ballpark, you know, throughout the summer and everything it, it brings and especially this one. And I, I said it yesterday on the show and I'll probably say it on Sunday before we officially wrap up the season. You know, I, I it's just such an incredible place, Petco Park, and, and the fans have been amazing. And I'm not just saying that because we have, you know, thousands of Padres fans listening and we're we're sitting here in San Diego. I mean, they have made that place so incredibly special, you know, this season in particular, you know, 3.2 million fans, 59 sellouts, it, it makes it an incredibly fun place to come to work. And it's something I, I talked about with Jesse in the pregame show yesterday, and, and he alluded to it, and I totally agreed where, you know, it, it really does make a difference, I think, when you're coming to work and you're calling games and you're talking about the games. It, it, it makes such a, a huge difference. And, um, yeah, definitely bittersweet. And, and obviously, I think we all wished it was a, a bit of a different season for those fans that, that packed this place every single night. But um, yeah, bittersweet for sure. I think we could we could all use a break. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, the idea that we won't see that place until you know next April, um, you know, is, is definitely bittersweet. I'm glad you you do appreciate it because as Padres fans know, it wasn't always like that. I did I did your job for four seasons with Craig Elston from 2000 to 2003, and there were. There were five or six games where they really packed Qualcomm Stadium over those four years with fans. Usually a giveaway day or when the Yankees visited, that was big. But for the most part, it was a mausoleum well, it's for pretty... four years. It was quiet. It was it was kind of sad most nights, you know, with it's the losing clear. team. And... 
that Sammy puts asses in the seats. He does. And you and Craig did not. But I want to ask, what would you rather, I mean, what kind of season would you rather have? Uh, We weren't really that disappointed in any of those teams because we didn't have any expectations. This year has been much, much more disappointing. But ultimately, I'd rather take bitter disappointment than no hopes at all. Sure. I really would. Yeah, I, I look, I, I I agree with you, right? I mean, I, I think there is still something to be said for everything from an emotional standpoint that we felt entering this season and really throughout it. Like, you know, I still think Padres fans, and, and maybe I'm wrong, they can tweet at me or DM me if I'm wrong, would still rather enter a season with sky high, realistic sky high expectations than with no expectations at all. And I think from my standpoint, from, from, you know, the fan perspective, from the crowd perspective and appreciating it, Ben, you know, I'd certainly rather take, you know, full crowds and disappointment than, uh, you know, than, than, you know, disappoint with, disappointment with not many people there. So, um, look, I, I, I really wish for the fans that had been a different type of season. They certainly deserved more, I, you know, and I wish there was more to cheer about on, on a lot of nights, but, you know, I, I'm with you. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm truly, truly appreciative, um, of, of what these fans have brought. And, and I think, you know, and, and guys, I, you know, I didn't grow up here. You know, I, I grew up 3,000 miles away, to be honest with you, growing up a Mets fan and, and not thinking all that much about the San Diego Padres growing up. And I, I truly, until I got here, you know, a couple of years ago, and I guess maybe even when, when you know, I was at AA and they were the, the minor league affiliate of the team I was with in 2019, and maybe I'll go back to that, you know, I, I truly had no idea what a what a special baseball city this is. And it's it's blown me away, right? I mean, the fan support and how special this is as a, as a true baseball town. And my goodness, the, the numbers, uh, as far as the the fans showing up have have backed that up and, and proved it, so you know hopefully we see something like it next year because at a bare minimum it makes it a just a really fun and I think special place to be. And, and I'm not just I'm not just saying that you know I'm not just like just you know saying it to say it because we're on San Diego radio. Like I, I really think it, it makes it feel special and honestly different than probably a, a lot of other places uh, around America, a lot of other major league ballparks. I, I did want to bring up next year, we're talking to Sam Levitt, Padres pre and post game show host, and ask you as well, Woods, I, you've probably seen the fans who say, I'm going to take a much measured approach next season. I'm not going to let myself get quite as excited. I, I doubt that's true. I, I, it's, it's, I, think, I said it too. It's I think they'll show up next year and you'll see ready to jam. Tatis and Machado and Bogarts and you know probably Soto in the lineup. And even if the pitching staff's different, you're going to look and go at this team. This team should do really, really well. Yep. You're going to you're going to be favored in most of their games. They should beat some brains in. I don't think you're going to be able to measure your expectations next year. They're going to be high again, and and you're going to be, you know, risking disappointment again because I think they're going to be high. Wouldn't you say, Woods? Absolutely. Yeah. There's no question about it. I, what I would do, though, and, and the way we cover the team, too, is I think it's important next year to, you know, ask a little bit, be a little bit tougher in, as far as probing questions in the offseason. Because there were, there were things that we looked at and kind of glossed over. And I think for good reason. You gloss over it by saying, 
it doesn't matter that you know Nola doesn't doesn't hit or got hit in the face with the ball. He's we're going to be fine. Catcher catcher's position it doesn't matter that you know there's really no depth outside the five starters we have. These are all things that I think uh, it's going to make me take a little bit deeper of a dive instead of just going. Oh my God, we signed another star. We're going to roll over everybody, and I, I think I will. I'll but be, what does the whole team look like? Right. Yes, yeah. I'll be more measured in that sense of like. But wait, I'm still because. I got to tell you, Sammy, the the when we did our kind of early season predictions, you know, we all went around the room and said, okay, what 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 is wrong with this team? What is what are the things that you're worried about? My number one, right. I was worried about defense. How'd that work out, Fernando Tatis yeah. Jr.? Probably going to win a Gold Glove. Trent Grisham could win a Gold Glove in center field. He's been phenomenal. Um, you know, Hassan Kim was playing really well until he got hurt uh, defensively. You know, defensively the team's been really good. Um, and, and that turned out not to be an issue at all. But I really want to do a deep dive, not just with the Major League team. Okay, if Musgrove goes down, who's coming up? And why is that guy a good fit? And why is he ready to go? So um, I think it, it will make me take a more deep dive next season. I, I agree. And look, I'm, I, I was right there with you guys in spring training of, you know, just sort of assuming that, this team was going to play a certain way and the results were going to be a certain way. And certainly from a pure talent and I think offensive standpoint, assuming that, you know, they would hit so much and, and drive in so many runs that, that a lot, a lot of things wouldn't matter. And I think the lesson we've learned here in 2023 is that it all matters. The entire 26 man roster matters. Uh, Situational hitting matters. So I'm with you, Woods and Ben. I I will have a much more critical eye, cynical and critical spring training, <laughs> right? Yep. Critical, you know, in in evaluating things heading into spring training and as this season begins. Because I'll tell you what, if things don't get off to a good start next season, I highly doubt that any of us are going to be sitting here saying, "Oh, it's early." Right yeah, after what we've seen no doubt this season. So, look, there are obviously, and I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know, this is a fascinating offseason on so many different levels. And simply from the roster construction alone, I mean, you look at some of the decisions the Padres have to make on the pitching side of things, what this rotation could look like compared to what it looked like this year, um, all the different decisions they have to make with Juan Soto going into a walk year, and um, the list goes on and on. So, Look, I, I, I think, yeah, it's it's going to be a sort of a different lens heading into next year. And I think maybe we've all sort of learned our lesson that uh, an entire 26-man roster matters. Depth really matters. And um, nothing is given based on talent, right? There's just nothing given. And there is something to baseball, maybe in particular, that goes beyond just talent, right? When you talk about a team clicking it all together, winning on a daily basis, winning games uh, that they need to win, you know, um, and and really, I guess, combating some of the weird elements that we've seen this season, right? Well, and the Sammy, one-run games and, and, and the extra innings, all of it. Yeah. And, and not letting things spiral to the point where yeah. there needs to be 50 articles written about, you know, this and that, and he said, and I'm off the record, but this is what's happening. Like, if that doesn't tell you, if this season isn't a perfect perfect example of what not to do i don't know what is i mean i really don't know hey guys remember we 
we're I, I'm feeling the vibes a little off. Let's get it together. Let's figure it out. Sure. I mean, it has been it, it, it's been it's been insane this year with the amount of stuff that's a gotten out, the amount of stuff that that has been written about. I mean, you got to be embarrassed if you're one of those guys in the clubhouse, right? Yeah, and and look, I think I think what's also interesting. I'm not saying it's a good or bad thing, but I am interested to see what the vibe is and what people say heading into spring training when we get there. Is I do feel in the last couple of weeks that they've played a lot better to yep. their credit, and they went on the win streak. That we're hearing, you know, guys, including the stars on this team, you know, talk about how that can sort of roll into next year. At least right? for the and vibes, yeah. Right. And maybe taking some of that momentum into next season. And what it what it does remind me of a little bit is sort of the attitude that we heard earlier in the season that, oh, it will come around. Yep. This means this means it's going to come around at the end of next season. That we'll be able to we we basically, you know, shook off a lot of the stuff that has plagued this team throughout most of the season. Is that true? I have no idea. Is that something that's realistic to think with an offseason in between now and then? I have no idea. Um, if they think that, that's fair. But it is going to be fascinating to see when it gets going, right? Because if we do see any of the similar issues pop up, I mean, I think a lot of alarm bells are going to go off, right, in our heads and, and a lot of fans' heads. So um, it is what lies ahead right now for this team, guys, I think in so many different aspects is very, very fascinating. And my goodness, will it be a fascinating start to next season, right, based on what happens here and how they finish the year and playing better and much of the core back. Uh, there's a there's a lot that's going to be very, very interesting in, in uh, many months to come. There's no doubt about it. Well, Sammy, enjoy your rare, rare, rare day off, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right, Wrap guys, up the so season. Much. Sam Levin on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet Find New Roads. Coach and uh, Brayton, Sammy's fill-in coming up next. For Paul Rindle, our executive producer, and Stephen Woods, I'm Ben Higgins. Have a great rest of your Monday from all of us here at 97.3 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t